Hey everyone, welcome to the More to Movement podcast, the show about why your movement matters and how to get optimal results through science-backed practical solutions. Today is part two of my top three go-to movement assessments to pinpoint areas of improvement. And I'm jumping into the simple but ever so revealing half-kneeling ankle mobility assessment. Now at first glance, the foot and ankle may not seem like a big deal, but if you have mobility limitations here, you probably have overcompensations everywhere else. Let's check it out. Back right after this. Welcome to the More to Movement podcast, where we break down the science behind movement and provide you with tangible takeaways so you can take charge of your health and fitness and achieve lasting results. If you're ready to optimize your efforts, move with purpose, and invest in your health and performance with confidence and vigor, you've come to the right place. Here's your host, Pete Rowletter. What's up, movers? Welcome back to the show. As I stated in the intro, the foot and ankle often get overlooked. It's kind of like picking teams for dodgeball when we were young. Do you remember that? Usually the big, strong, tall kids were the first picked, and of course the smaller ones were left as scraps. Sometimes, though, the small kids were the ones that surprised us, right? They were like quick and incredibly agile. The same goes for the foot and ankle. Though it's relatively small, and that area is a relatively small area, it packs a huge punch regarding movement quality. If this area is neglected, you likely have overcompensations and movement discrepancies elsewhere that stem back to overtension at the big toe, the foot, or the ankle. As I mentioned in episode number 8, Kinetic Chains, if you remember that one, I mentioned that ankle mobility contributes significantly to a majority of discrepancies during the squat pattern, not to mention most functional daily movements. So I think it's worth exploring a bit more with a specific assessment. One of the main reasons the feet and ankles contribute to movement in such a significant way is that they are the contact point with the ground. They're the first to interact with the ground reaction forces we use throughout our bodies. Forces are transferred through our bodies via the interaction with the ground. How efficient that force transfers is influenced by how well our feet and ankles mitigate and transmit those forces. If our big toe range of motion is subpar, or uh, our plantar fascia is bound up, or our, our ankles are locked up, tissues up the kinetic chain will have to adjust to accommodate the movement demands that we're putting on it, leading to further hypertonic tissue and possibly injury. Of course, we don't really help the situation with the footwear we choose, right? Let's be honest, most of the time it's based on fashion, not function. We wear shoes with wedges or heels that put us in a chronic plantar flex position and that ends up locking up our heel cord and our posterior chain. We wear shoes with so much cushion and padding that our toes and our feet and our ankles aren't required to move through a full range of motion and they've diminished their response to impact and force. So simply put, they've gone soft and we can't handle the stress. Here's an experiment. Put your hands out in front of you, pointing your fingers straight out with your palms down towards the floor. Now lift only your index fingers up toward the sky and leave the other straight ahead. Okay, now flip it. Point the index fingers down toward the ground and leave your other fingers in place. Not a problem, right? 
Now, point your feet and toes out in a similar way. Lift only your big toes now up towards the sky and leave your other toes straight ahead. Now, point the big toe down and keep the other toes straight. All right, now be honest. How many of you couldn't do it? Or, at the very least, couldn't do it as well as your hands? Further, did anybody's feet cramp? Be honest with yourself. Was it uncomfortable? As you can see, this drives the point home, and we need to realize the importance of our feet and ankles, and that having an adequate range of motion is absolutely essential for optimal movement. The half-kneeling wall ankle mobility assessment can really help determine if we have the appropriate range of motion needed for an effective movement pattern. Quick reminder, I'll have graphics of this assessment on the show notes page at moretomovement.com forward slash episode 12. Uh, and further, I'll have a correction cheat sheet of the common muscles that need to be addressed based on what discrepancies you notice. And that cheat sheet will be in my vault at moretomovement.com. Now, if that's something you want, sign up on my website, gain access to it. Um, the vault has expert tips and resources for those of you that really want to enhance your movement journey. And it's all free. So come join the party. Jump in with us. Okay, how do we perform the assessment? First, you're going to want to be barefoot. So make sure that you don't have shoes or socks on. Then you're going to find a wall, place one hand, pinky side, long ways up against the wall. This is going to be a quick measurement of where your toes will be placed. Put your toes of one foot at the thumb of the hand that's against the wall, and then, of course, remove your hand. Now, if you have a ruler and you want to be a bit more accurate, you can measure five inches from the wall and place your toes there, and, of course, you're facing the wall. If not, the hand-to-toe method will get you by fine. Next, you're going to kneel down on the back knee and place your hands on the front knee. Now, leading with the front knee, lean forward, of course, keep good neutral spine, and try to touch the wall with your front knee, keeping your foot planted and your heel on the ground the entire time. If the knee touches the wall, you pass. If not, it needs work. Now, switch legs and repeat and compare. If you touch the wall easily without much effort, you might want to elect to measure the five inches just to see if you pass the standard. Also, take note if your feet start to flatten or turn or your heels come up. Just like the squat assessment that we talked about last time, those compensations are indicative of some dysfunction. Again, I've got a graphic of this assessment on the show notes page at moretomovement.com forward slash episode 12. One more time, that's moretomovement.com forward slash episode 12. So if you need that visual, go check out the graphic on the website. Now, if you didn't pass, that's indicative that the plantar flexors or your calves specifically are overactive. So spend some time releasing and stretching those muscles. There are three muscles that you really want to address. The gastrocnemius, which is the superficial two-headed calf muscle. The soleus, which is the deeper, large calf muscle that sits right under the gas rock. And also, you want to remember the often neglected and forgotten peroneals. Those are also known as the fibularis muscles. They are lateral, and they run behind the lateral malleolus, or the ankle bone of the outside of the ankle. And they actually help plantar flex the ankle as well. Those typically get really locked up, so you're going to want to spend some time on those. 
Further, I would get into the plantar fascia at the bottom of the foot as well, and I would make your way up to the big toe. Remember, I'll be chatting about different mobility techniques and ways to address poor ankle mobility in future episodes, so keep an eye out for that. But for now, we're just discussing the assessment and just some quick fixes here. Take some time to address each of these, and I bet you'll be amazed at how much improvement you see. As always, let me know what you think. Did you discover something about your movement through this assessment? Was this different than the squat assessment? Are your feet and ankles in worse shape than you thought? Are you interested in some more mobility techniques so you can start correcting these issues? Let me know. Love to hear your thoughts. Uh, Connect with me uh, on Instagram at pete.roller, P-E-T-E dot R-O-H-L-E-D-E-R. Love to connect. Love to chat with you. Thanks for joining me today, and I appreciate you taking some time to tune into the show. Next time, I will chat about the last go-to assessment that deals with the shoulder complex. I'm looking forward to it. I hope to see you there. Take care of yourselves, and remember, wherever you are, keep moving. Thanks for tuning in to this episode of More to Movement with your host, Pete Rowletter. If you enjoyed the show, please visit moretomovement.com where you can find this episode's show notes along with more episodes and articles to empower you on your journey.